Shut up and three bit more popcorn. Shut up and three bit more popcorn. Waka waka, y'all. What is up? Welcome back to another installment of Popcorn and Chill. Only on the extra butter feed, sister two. They shut up and refill my popcorn family. It's your boy Nicho here to talk about 2021's Malignant. Came out in theaters on the 10th of September and on the streaming service of HBO Max at the same day. <clears throat> now, if you don't know the whole getup of the whole HBO simulcast, whatever, a lot of the Warner Brother. Warner Brothers movies have been going out to theaters and at the same time for the year of 2021 were being released for a month on HBO Max. I'm talking Godzilla and Kong, Mortal Kombat, uh, just recently The Many Saints of Newark, which is the Sopranos prequel film that was supposed to come out like last year. Um, excuse me. Um, and so... This has been out already for about going on a month. It's going to be, I'd say, another week or so. So you have another week to, I mean, depending on when you listen to this, you have another week to either watch it on HBO Max or go out to the theater and watch it or wait for it to come out. Has a lot of mixed reviews. As of right now, I'm on the Rotten Tomatoes site for the film. Um, Personally, my fiance was watching it. Of course, she didn't ask me if I wanted to watch it. She wanted to fucking watch it on her own, damn. So she was watching it. I was in the other room doing something. Um, probably working on the website and whatever. And the doors closed and I could hear this fucking weird music. Like, the music in this movie. And I'm going to talk, in, you know, from, when I, from hearing it and not seeing the visual. At first, it seemed cartoony. It seemed almost like... Uh, Stranger Things cartoony TV movie or TV show um, score. I don't know what to call the fucking music in a movie, <clears throat> but it's called a score. And so, you know, and off and on I would hear dialogue from the film. I'd kind of zone everything out. And and, right around, and I'd catch myself get, walking into the room, watching the film, and then, you know, when I go grab a drink or see what she's up to and so I didn't it wasn't enough for me to pique my interest to plant my ass on the couch and just watch from that point on so I always found myself back in the other room doing my thing working on the podcast and whatnot Um, but at the I think it was at the end when a lot of the stuff was being revealed now, the reveal for the movie as a whole, the story, it's kind of interesting. I mean, I like, it's kind of your typical kind of three-act structure. You know, you have the problem, and you know, I mean, I can't go into detail on the three-act structure, but not off the top of my head. Um, you know, you got the build-up, the climax, and then uh, the result or whatever. Um and someone got me mad and I fucked that up. So, I was thinking about watching it. I'm not a real horror movie watching guy, if you can tell by the movies that I review. More action, comedy. I mean, 
Are there romance franchises? Shit, I don't fucking know. Maybe or maybe in like a what's that dude that made the notebook? His the um, the art. What the fuck's that? Nathan Sparks or some shit. Anyways, so I like this is the perfect time for me to review, you know, popular movie franchises, popular horror movie franchises. So that's one of the reasons why I'm doing the whole fr- every Friday, every week episode instead of the typical bi-weekly episode for or twice a month. So with this movie. Um, like I said, I would. Eh, it didn't, you know, it didn't catch me to be like, okay, oh, well, I want to see what's going on. Plant, you know, watch the rest of the movie. It did kind of, you know, maybe I watch it. Yeah, yeah. I've been hearing a couple things here and there and seeing stuff, and you know, it's 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 right now uh, on Rotten Tomatoes. It's at a thirty. I mean, thirty, seventy-six percent on the tomato meter. That's out of one hundred and thirty-eight reviews. The audience is giving it like a 52%. So it's not completely awful. So, I mean, you got people who, who've watched, like, um, I'll click on the fucking reviews. You got people that giving it, you know, five stars. What was it? One, two, three. Yeah. Five stars. You got people giving it one star, two stars, four, three and a half. So the average, I guess, and that's all audience. And then, see, this is just one site. You can go to there. You can go to IMBD. See what? The, let's do that. What does IMBD have it as? It's ranked at a three-star rating, uh, six point three out of ten. And it's directed by James Wan. I think it's produced by him too. Let me go back to the wiki, or not even the wiki, the uh, Rotten Tomatoes. Um, so on a personal level, uh, I. I'm on a Patreon, uh, keeping it 100 with Conan and Disco, Patreon uh, member, and time to time, I love how they they get their fans, you know, at a certain pay tier to get, you know, involved. They do roundtables where they review wrestling shows, they've reviewed music. Um, I don't know if I'd be the best person to be to do an, uh, a movie review, but I would definitely take the opportunity. So Conan, if you're listening to this and you want to review this or a different movie, whatever, you know, hit me up. I would more than definitely uh, be grateful. And I mean, you can kazoo the fuck out of me. So uh, back to Malignant. We're on IMBD, and like I said, there's mixed reviews. I was on a Twitch channel. They were talking about. We were talking about this movie. Uh, it was a, a live Twitch cast. For Vince Russo, I'm also on the brand. I'm a brand member. And um, I think we were talking about this and brought it up. And a lot of people were saying that they couldn't watch. They watched like 30 minutes of it and they just couldn't finish it. It was kind of goofiness. It wasn't their cup of tea. And, uh, I mean, everybody's different. I mean, that's what makes us human. That's You know, I'm not going to hate on somebody because, ooh, you know, that's just stupid. So, it, James Wan, who is the director for the Conjuring movies, uh, he did a few Fast and Furious films. He wrote the story with Ingrid Bissou, I guess, and Caleb Cooper. So, and I remember seeing the because on HBO Max they give you like you can watch little trailers and and like almost like DVD this you know, videos or whatever and they had talked about it. it was a it was a concept an idea by him and her and they just collaborated and 
wrote the film and produced it and directed it. So I tip my hat to that. I love, first of all, I love original stories. Hollywood has, before COVID, I would say, has gotten into the rut of remaking, rebooting, and retelling, you know, famous uh, movies like perfect example, uh, Nightmare on Elm Street and Friday, Friday the 13th. Now with Friday the 13th remake, they incorporated the first three movies in that one film. So all the lore and all the stuff from the first three movies. And I, I kind of like, okay, that makes it a little unique, but it's still the remake. What else did they remake? They freaking, they didn't remake these, but they made movies, the Baywatch movie with The Rock, because that's a whole Baywatch franchise, whatever. Uh, what was it? Chips, if y'all remember the TV show Chips. And a lot of these TV shows like Chips and Dukes of Hazard, when they make the movie for it, they make it into a comedy, which is cool. I mean, they did that with what? No, I was going to say Spectre Gadget. Get Smart. But Get Smart was a comedy TV show. Um, so back to Malignant. What did I think of it? Did I watch it? Yes, I did. Because I feel... Uh, when we were talking about it on the round table, um, he told me to basically... I had said, oh, I hadn't seen it. I, I want to, I'm thinking about seeing it. He says he, he didn't like it. Let's be plain and simple. He didn't like the movie. He thought it was a piece of shit. He was mad, but he was obligated to his wife because she's a horror movie fan, and she uh, they went to go watch it together. And another perfect example of men will do anything for the person they love. I know I would. There's some stuff my chick wants to do or, or watch that I'm just like, uh, uh, find myself actually enjoying. Like she's right now in the other room binge watching 911. I never got into it. I didn't know. And then we started watching it. And now it's one of my also favorite shows. I like it. <laughs> um, but that's a whole nother subject. So with Malignant, I sat down and watched it from all the silly, goofy audio music. It was, how do I describe it? It's almost like it was too suspenseful. Almost like it felt like an animated movie i get the setting now after watching it another thing was whenever she would because basic i mean it's already out i'm gonna fucking spoil it the bitch had a malignant tumor i mean hence the name malignant malignant tumor is a cancerous tumor but her tumor was like and i've heard stories of like people having tumors with like uh, 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 there's a word for it, but it like bone and, and skull kind of formations. And uh, I'm going to pull up Wikipedia if you hear my clicking. It's because I'm unprofessional. I don't get paid for this shit. Um, there's a word for it. And I'm, all right, teratoma. Teratoma is a tumor made up of several different types of tissues such as hair, muscle, teeth, or bone. Teratoma, teratomatata, teratomata typically form in the ovary, testicle, and I can't say that fucking word. Cuckix. Anyways. And in this movie, uh, she has one growing on her back. Her twin, Basically, her twin brother was a teratoma tumor 
that grew on her back. Like, I'm talking like a fucked up face, chest, legs, and arms. And her mother, who I didn't find, didn't know who was playing her until just now. Uh, if y'all remember, I love this fucking show. It was uh, Yes, Dear with Michael Malley. And uh, she's, her name is Jean Louise Kelly. She's the woman who later on in the movie gets kidnapped. We'll, we'll talk about that bitch later. Anyway, she's the, the biological mother. She gives up her daughter to this hospital because of the situation. I think it was she was raped and molested by her father or something. Anyways, anyway, so anyways, the, the 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 tumor is becoming either aware or in its own, and it's starting to freak people out. He's got super fucking strength. Starts having like telekinetic or not telekinetic. Like he's starting to talk through the radios. He's controlled the electricity. It's fucking crazy. And um, so she gets uh, the doctor who is played by oh shit. Florence Weaver, played by Jacqueline McKenzie. She, uh, we start off seeing her, but she's basically video diarying, vlogging, but she's making a video describing the progress with her. And she, and with uh, Emily May, uh, the main character who's now going by the name of Madison Mitchell. It's fucking crazy as hell. Long story short, the story is like a fucking lifetime story because you got her husband beating her she's already had three miscarriages she's pregnant with her with her fourth baby the dude obviously treats her like shit so when he gets capped that's fucking awesome you know fuck that dude uh you hit women you're a piece of shit in my book just saying i mean i've gotten mad at my chick but i've never to the point i mean we'll argue and i'll be a fucking idiot and like make a mess or 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 throw the cereal, you know, box on the ground, but I'd never put my hands on her, and if I ever did, I would fucking beat my own ass, you know, that's, that's on a personal level, anyways, um, she has, or the doctors, they basically reconstruct her, can't, he's on the spinal cord, she's connected, he's connected to her by the spinal cord, they'd be able to, they were successfully in moving that, couldn't take without killing her his the brain part so they kind of just stuck him stick him back in her head that was fucking weird so years later she's growing up and she's having these voices telling her to do shit and talking to her telling these evil things and she calls him gabriel but basically she calls him the devil but she calls him gabriel and her adoptive parents kind of just chunk it up to like oh she's just you know she's trying to get over this trauma that happened to her they don't know the full story her mother by her adopted mother gets pregnant this fucking dude starts telling her to cut her mother open and kill the baby and it's really the story is oh i'm your conjoined twin and you love this adoptive sister of yours more than you love me like it's almost like a crybaby bitch syndrome <clears throat> so she moves on. She marries a piece of shit. He beats her, gets her pregnant. She has three miscarriages. Well, he, she comes home from work. He slams her head. Somehow she's able to keep the Gabriel at bay or whatever. 
but she slams her head. He slams her head against the wall. It wakens him up. This motherfucker is this is when the haunting shit starts happening. You see lights and shit turn on. He he kills. He kills the husband, and it almost seems like she's coming after her. You almost think there's two people. Like, how the fuck did this motherfucker... How did her imaginary... Because in the beginning, you're like, what the fuck is going on? How is this imaginary friend real and killing people? And then when you find out later, like, holy shit. This motherfucker would basically take control of her body. Disform her to where he could, you know, like, pop in... (laughs) Pop in sockets and just... Wears a trench coat for some, and just walks weird. Cause you see all these crazy movements when you start to see him interacting and stuff. When the cop is chasing him and shit, and all the clues eventually lead to Madison, and then we find out the real story. And the thing about the fucking the cop is having this little fucking goo goo eyes for the sister, and that was fucking stupid. The part his partner was annoying as fuck. Regina, I think was her name. She was just a fucking asshole. I was like, just go get some dick. Relax. Um, yeah, I mean, I mean, I said you already fucking spoiled it as a ten, twin brother. It is fucking weird. Uh, it's the story of... I mean, the story, I mean, before we find out all that shit, of like, who done it kind of deal. Um, it's kind of weak. Uh, so like I said, he kidnaps because okay, so he kills the doctors all in, all involved in his basically removal from Madison from Emily May. He kidnaps a random woman who's doing like these fucking underground Seattle, which I didn't even know that was a thing. There's an underground Seattle uh, museum or there's a town or it's called the Seattle Underground. That's pretty fucking interesting. I'd like to read up about that, see what that is all about. Um so he kidnaps the tour guide. We later find out. Oh, and this, oh, and this motherfucker, we see him in the, like his lair. His lair is in her fucking attic. And that was trippy as fuck because that bitch fucking, she like fell from, she cuts herself loose. She falls down and then she falls through the fucking ceiling and lands on the fucking couch. Yo, couch, nigga, fuck yo, couch. And that was fucking crazy. And because just before that moment, they did like a fucking, you know, memory hypnosis thing on Madison to try to get her to remember everything or whatever and, and trying to remember what was going on. Because every time, like I said, she has her visions and she sees these murders. At first, we're thinking she has like a psycho- psychology- psychological connection to the, to the uh, murderer. Put that on silent. And, uh,. Or something, and so how she can? How does she see what this dude's doing? She's able to help solve. They find it, uh, another doctor murdered because of her help. But she's there. She is there, and all this shit. She's the fucking twin is using her body to commit these murders and shit. And she's it like her her part of the brain because they're sharing the brain is like in this mind mind jail. This like mind box or whatever it says here. Mindscape. Okay, mindscape. Um, so she can see everything, but she can't do nothing to stop it. And whenever she wakes up, her pillow is always bleeding. So you're thinking, you know, oh, she's somehow distressed and the wound from her husband being a fucking asshole crack, you know, hit against the wall. And, you know, maybe it's just bleeding over or whatever. But it's actually 
the fucking face of her twin brother. This is the crazy fucking thing is when he transforms into him, like he takes control of the body. Like I said, her fucking sockets move and shit. Like he starts to pop, I think it's her shoulder and all this weird fucking like, I can't even describe it. It's just, he basically we're backwards man. He becomes backwards man. The face, the skull becomes, it cracks open and the face pushes through. So her hair kind of like separates, but because we all see this shit going on in the, in the dark. When we really see what happens is when she's locked up because after that lady falls through the, the, the ceiling, they think she's the person because already, she's already being a suspect. I mean, how do you know about this dude killing this dude? And how, you killed your husband. You're trying to play it off and you're suspect number one. So they arrest her when she falls through the ceiling. And so she's in jail and then everything starts to, unco- everything becomes known her sister goes to find these tapes and to the hospital to find you know these records and everything's playing simultaneously she is getting uh fucked up by some of the inmates and then transforms into gabriel gabriel kills everybody she fucks or she it fucks everybody up the fucking hookers the hillbillies the cops escape i mean there's some fucking crazy matrix style shit and uh, at this time, he escapes, or Gabriel escapes, and they realize, shit, this motherfucker's going after the mom. This motherfucker's going after, uh, what's her name, Serena, uh, Serena May. So, obviously, we end up back in the hospital. We end up in the hospital, and the sister shows up, and there's, like, this showdown in front and like the the mother knows it's Gabriel. The mother's like, "Fuck y'all, oh, fuck! I knew it was you to begin with. Just, I'm sorry, kill me." Blah blah blah. Uh, the sister shows up. The cop shows up. The cop gets thrown out of the fucking way. I don't even know if that motherfucker's alive or dead. Uh, then we see the sister get pinned. Like he throws her against the wall and and pinned by the the other hospital bed there. And we think this motherfucker shoots her in the head and kills the mother. No, no, no. Before anything happens, uh, the sister yells out to Madison, like, this is this motherfucker is the reason why you had so many miscarriages. He was feeding off your body. He was basically feeding. He was killing them. And, you know, it wasn't your abusive husband. It was this motherfucker. And so she angrily, like, she's, you start seeing her moving. Because she's, when she's seeing the stuff going down, she like out of body experience and so she's like starting to make a fist so she's starting to get pissed off she takes control control of the body and makes this motherfucker think that everything that we saw is happening is real but it's not she put him in a fucking mindscape she put him in a fucking mind prison and then when she wakes up she takes control of the body for some reason she still has the strength but which is kind of like well it's my body so she lifts him up, she moves the bed, and she embraces her steps, or uh, I guess not stepsister, adopted sister. And, uh, you know, the end. Everything's like, I love you, blah, blah, blah. And, like, and then we hear her fucking, like, when Gabriel makes a threat or something about, you know, I'm going to, you know, I'm basically going to come back. You can't keep me here forever. And she goes, yeah, but I'll know how to fuck you up, basically. I'll know what to do. The end, cue credits. Shake your head, nod your head, whatever. Um, long story short, 
I'm 50-50 on it. Parts of it I dug and parts of it was just cheesy and corny, but you know, I kind of for me I kind of wanted to see where the fuck this motherfucker came from. Like what this the imaginary this evil imaginary friend is real? How the fuck did he become real? And you know, what's that story? So, I mean, I'm a sucker for story. Um Oh man. Do you, I mean do I recommend it? Long story short, watch it yourself. You be the judge. You may like it. You may think it's fucking it's ridiculous, and you think it's like a couple people said they couldn't finish it. They couldn't. They started. They couldn't finish it. They thought it was okay. This is silly. Um, that for me, I'm kind of glad I did it, uh, only because I was on the fence to begin with. My chick was in the other room watching it, and I just. And like I said, it didn't it didn't struck me and it didn't catch me enough to just like forget what I'm doing. I'm gonna sit down and watch this. You know what I mean? Um I've probably gone on probably 20, 30 minutes, so that's gonna be it guys. I wanna thank you for checking it out. And please be sure to check out all the other goofy shit I have here on the extra butter feed. I talk about all the crazy shit out on streaming. You know, movies I'm getting into, you know the gist. It's extra butter. Check out the main feed. Still doing a weekly uh, episode drop for the month of October. Just did, uh, what was it, The Final Destination with a special guest, a.k.a. Sean. Uh, hopefully that didn't deter a lot of people from listening to any more of my shit. Uh, I was trying to look for a guest. I was trying to get somebody. Nobody was interested. Threw the hook out there, no bites. So you know what? You make chicken salad out of chicken shit. And uh, if that happens again, then guess what? You might you you might have uh, uh, another random character come out. You know, Jimbo might come out. Who knows? Um, <laughs> but I will have a, another guest, an actual person uh, for the Halloween redo. Can't wait to to get on that. But please check out the podcast. Please like and share. Check out shutuppopcorn.com. There you can see all the random posts, all the random episodes, where to find them, clickable links, all the affiliate links. You want to see these movies. You want to see The Final Destination. You want to see uh, the next episode, which is going to be Child's Play 3. You know, Chucky in the military school. Always have an affiliate link for Amazon. You can rent it. Throw me some Skrilla. Um, watch it. Judge for yourself. So that's that, and this is it. Uh, remember, if you ain't laughing, you ain't living. Nanu, nanu. Peace.